Chris Schultz. Been watching a bit of cricket lately. It's got all its weird and wonderful lucky and unlucky numbers. You've been watching Mr and Mrs Smith on Amazon Prime Video, famously the movie that brought together a couple of quite well-known actors before their conscious uncoupling. It, it, it feels ridiculous to sort of sum that era up, really. I mean, they owned the early 2000s. I don't know how many People magazine cover stories and column inches were dedicated to, to Brangelina, but, I mean, probably more than any other celebrity couple in history. The reason we're talking about them is because it was all based on that 2005 movie, Mr and Mrs Smith. It wasn't a very good film. Uh, it, it hasn't held up. Uh, it was about a, a couple of spies who were married and living together and then they re- each receive a mission to take each other out. And the whole film is like a, a, a weird sort of slapstick action comedy held together by their chemistry, which was palpable on the screen. That's that's the one thing that was very visible. So 20 years later, here we are, Amazon Prime is uh, rebooting that idea for an eight-part uh, TV show. This has been in the works for a while with Donald, Donald Glover attached to it. Uh, this is the first thing he's done since the uh, really brilliant, one of my favourite shows, Atlanta, finished its fourth-season run. So a lot of eyes on this. Phoebe Waller-Bridge was also attached to it, and she dropped out halfway through. Uh, she's been replaced by um, Maya Erskine. It's a bit of a relative newcomer, but... Um, that's the premise. It's a different twist on it. These uh, We sort of meet them uh, when they meet each other. They're, they've been recruited. They are sort of spies, assassins. It's not really made clear, but they're, they're living together. They're, they're posing as a married couple and they're sent out on these missions together. Really interesting and absolutely excellent first episode. The pilot is, is brilliant because it, it introduces you to them and then they're sent out on this mission, which is just to pick up a package. Uh, but they it's almost like a first date. So they go to a restaurant and they go to the theatre and then they're, they're sitting in the park and they're having these conversations along the way, trying to work each other out, uh, trying to work out, you know, what is this? Is this person for me? Uh, how are we going to sort of handle this uh, in the long run? Because, you know, they're posing as a married couple. They're, there is going to be some intimacy there because they're, they're living together, they're working together. Uh, and I, I just I love all of that stuff. They, you know, this hinges on whether uh, the the new couple playing this role have chemistry, and, and they absolutely do. Uh, I'm I'm a few episodes in, and this has a sort of meandering, dreamlike quality to it, quite similar to Atlanta. It, this does feel like a really extended Atlanta episode, which I just you know I adored that show, and I I really love the vibe in this. This isn't high octane action this isn't shootouts so there's there's a little bit of that here and there but what really uh what what i enjoy most are just these intimate little moments you know um when they're about to go to sleep in separate bedrooms and they have these discussions around the kitchen table and they're figuring each other out i think that's where uh the the real gold in the show is you know i've been watching a lot of really um dark and uh, depressing things lately, and we'll get onto those soon. But I've been using this for light relief, and it's it's really hitting that spot. I'm 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 really enjoying it. I'm curious how it has travelled time wise. 2005, you know, nearly mm. 20 years ago now. It's funny our patience for um, length, for the the timing of things, for the speed at which things move, for the subtlety of characters. Uh, we've probably all sped up. Have they? Um, 
adapted in any way. I know it was, you know, that there was a level of speed to the whole plot in the first place. But yeah. in the interpersonal relationships, has that held well or has it been updated well? I think with a with a TV show, you know, this is eight episodes. They get to dig into it a lot more, and so yeah, like I said, this is this is slower. It's you know, it's them walking down the street just chatting often. But then there's there are moments of excitement and drama sort of interspersed. But but yeah, no, no, it's it, I, they're just digging into that relationship. You know, how does this work? Are they going to get together? And then the thing hanging over it all is. You know, from the movie, will they have to turn on each other at some mm. point? Will they get that mission where they actually have to take each other out? That's that's the hook, I think. That's what is going to keep people uh, hanging into the end. And I, I do wonder if that's going to be sort of the climax of, of season one. What do you make of Black Coast Vanishings on three now? This is the documentary, uh, if, if that's the right word, on um, mm. on the disappearance of a number of people. Uh, from Piha over the years, and what's your take on how it's been covered, the people spoken to, and the way this uh, four-parter, I think, mm. has played out? It's, um, yeah, I mean, this is a really uh, distressing, sinister, dark watch. It's it's attracted a lot of headlines, like you've said. It's, um, I mean, this has been covered a lot over the years, right? These names, we all know them. If you, if you follow the news... You know, you know Irena Ashy, you know Eloa Roland, you know, you know, Kim Bambus. These people, six people went missing in Piha and no sign has been found of them. And uh, some people have, have linked these um, disappearances together over the years. And that's what the show is doing. It's um, it's it's digging into the backstories of, of each of these uh, disappearances and then... Uh, using interviews with the local community and uh, family and friends, uh, seeing if there's a link between the six of them. And at, at one point, uh, former mayor, former Auckland mayor Bob Harvey suggests that uh, there may be a serial killer on the loose out in Piha, which um, I'm not sure they they roll out enough evidence to ever suggest that's the case. These these some of these were quite different. Uh, disappearances, but um, yeah, it, this has stayed with me. I, you know, I watched this, um, and it, it's a really difficult watch. You know, and, and watching trauma, watching the grief. You know, they, they, they really have gone to great lengths to get some of these interviews. They've does, gone does to it, the UK. They've gone to France. Yeah, but does it advance? Does it advance understanding of the situation, situations, or or whether there is? Um, you know, an unresolved and missing part. Obviously, in all these cases, they're unresolved, mm. right? But mm. whether whether there is a theory that is progressed by this, there is new information presented. Okay. Yeah, and that that is actually the most harrowing part. There are there are women interviewed, three women who are interviewed who uh, went out to Pihar to walk to jog, just like some of these people who've gone missing and claimed they were hunted by someone who turns up in a, a loud car and then has a stick or a baseball bat and then sort of hunts them through the, the bush or the, the sand dunes, uh, that's that's the new stuff. That That is the stuff that they present and say, look, this is a pattern out there. And some of the locals also sort of suggest um, they know who, who some of these people are. You know, you can only go so far in a, in a show like this and, and mm. what you can say, it must have been a really tricky line to walk and getting some of these interviews too. You know, this is a small community divided by over, you know, what people believe happened. 
uh, to these six people, and so yeah, it's um, it's 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 a it's a tough. I mean, this does nothing for Pihar's tourism industry. I certainly don't yeah. want to go have a swim out there at the moment, um, but. Yeah, they leave you to make up your own mind, yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, it was very popular, the dry, the book, the novel was anyway, uh, and made into a film. Now there is the dry two in theatres. It's called Force of Nature. Mm. How good or otherwise? <laughs> well, the people love the books. I was in a jean shop just last week and the woman yawned and apologised and said, I'm so sorry, I've been up till 4am reading this book. And it was this book, the dry two. So really popular book series about uh, Australian whodunit, cop, investigating weird mysteries. The first one was actually pretty good. Eric Barner plays the the mysterious troubled cop, and he was in a sort of deserted, tiny American uh, Australian outback uh, town full of oddballs. The second one, uh, terribly named film, The Dry. This is not The Dry. <laughs> Every single scene is soggy and wet, and it's raining. It's set in a bush. Uh, they're trying to pull off an incredibly tricky feat. They're trying to tell three stories at once. Uh, one is about a corporate retreat gone wrong. One is about a sort of 80s serial killer who may or may, may not be still in action. And then also Eric Barner's cop who uh, is troubled by the loss of his mother in the bush when he was a child when they were on a hike. So uh, really quite confusing plot. Uh, not helped by Eric Barner, I don't know if this is um, a bad thing to say, but he's he's not great in this role. He's very blank. He's not emotional enough. This, I just I got the feeling like you know if you put this on on a plane and you needed to kill two hours on a trip to Sydney, then this would do the trick. But to go into a movie theater, it's it's just not. It doesn't. You know, it's all based on whether or not they can keep that who done it going. Mm. And my mate turned to me halfway through the film and said. I know who, who did it, and he was exactly right. Ah. He worked it out. So, Hey, there's always the novel, and uh, <laughs> th- that recommendation, if you're up reading to 4 a.m., that's a good sign. Thanks mm. very much, Chris Schultz. Force of Nature, The Dry, is the dry too, is in theatres. Jane Harper, a wonderful writer, of course, who was a guest not too long ago on 9 to Noon, so do search on the search bar in uh, her name if you want to go back and listen to that interview. Black Coast Vanishings is on 3 now. And Mr. and Mrs. Smith is on Amazon Prime Video. That is the new series, TV series, rather than the original film.